0: stand clear 100% wild podcast so for all you listeners hello and welcome to definitely not your favorite outdoor
1: podcast <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Drury Outdoors 100% Wild Podcast, powered by DeerCast. This is episode number 356, if you can believe it. I can't. <laughs> and I've been here for all of them. I wish sometimes I wasn't. It's amazing.
0: We got a special guest. You're Tim Chelsvik. I'm Matt Drury. We are not special. We do have somebody special in studio with us. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know about special. Oh, well, you're special.
1: Uh. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, if you're just listening, that's Sal Farsala from uh, First Form, President, CEO. Just an all around good guy. Dad. Dad. I'm dad. Most importantly, I'm
0: elf placer. Hunt, <laughs> hunting guide. I'm- dad. Well, the, you know, oh yeah, the elf thing right now. And I'm pretty that's, good at it. I'm not going to lie. Man, you guys need tips? I'm a guy. Uh, just a tip. <laughs> just a tip. I'll play. Not <laughs> with you, but nope. I'll play. <laughs> no thanks. So, I Was saw, that an invite? <laughs> no. <laughs> I am sitting in the middle here. That's really weird, man. he <laughs> so,
1: uh, scoots a little closer. <laughs> Sal,
0: for anybody that may not know, uh, First Farm or First Farm Outdoors, they're a supplement company here based out of St. Louis, homegrown roots here in the St. Louis area. Andy for South Forsella. And, uh, it's really amazing to see what you guys have done in 20 years. It's not, I think people much like jury outdoors. I, I always think about, we get people co- comment and this, this is something like, uh, oh, you guys are killing these giant deer. You have all these huge farms. Well, it started somewhere else. It started small yeah. and, and you guys are similar, right? Yeah. I mean, I think like anything else and you know, with success, people don't, they don't see the work. They see the, the fruits of, or they <laughs> see the success at yeah. the backside and and, um, you know, I always tell people all the time, I stayed at Holiday Inn Express last night and that's the secret to the success, but really the work. And I, and I you know, much like you guys, and I think that's the beauty of the, the relationship that we had or the friendship that we've developed over the years is we understand that the journey takes time and, you know, nothing great happens overnight. And, mm-hmm. and, and I relate this as, you know, becoming a new hunter, you know, learning to hunt, you don't become great overnight. It's a process. And so, uh, you know, that journey but that's where all the that's where all the stories are. You know, and that's where all the experience is built and that's where all the fun's had. And so I uh I appreciate you guys having me on the podcast and I don't know what, I don't know what, what value I'm going to add. I'm going to do the best I can and we'll work through it. Well, and that's the, that's the part I, I love about you because <clears throat> always humble, you know, always the hardest worker in the room. And one of the things that I've admired is your balance of work. Cause you, you live a fast paced lifestyle. Yeah. You guys are busy, 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 and you balance that with your family very well. And I think the value for our listener will be some of the knowledge that you might impart uh, regarding how you you balance that? And then, you know, hobbies, how do you fit in a hunting or a golfer or whatever it is? You're new to hunting in the last couple of years. You're great friends with Kyle McClellan, who our audience would know well from yep. the Drury Outdoors team. You guys played, he played uh, baseball, instead, baseball right? together. Wow. Yeah. So I, I want to get into a little bit of all that and just kind of, I think more importantly, I think our listeners at home could find some value in some of the, that, that, that balance that you that you show every day. And and if you don't follow Sal on social media, Instagram, Mr. Frisella, Mr. Frisella, it's worth following. And and not just from the, you really don't see much about what you guys do from a business perspective. It's all about your daily life Life. and and how you balance life. And it's, Mm. it's just a, it's one of my, you're one of my favorite follows. And I'm not just saying that because you're sitting next to me, arm length. Right, <laughs> you can <yeah>. hit me.
1: <laughs> He's hitting on me again. I'm, no, I'm, and, and I'm number two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, and
0: I appreciate that greatly. I mean, obviously, um, you know, for me, you know, we started in the fitness business of really helping people change their lives. And uh, it's what I love to do. I believe it's what God put me on this earth to do is to help people uh, become better versions of themselves. Mm-hmm. And it, it's forced me to go down a, a better journey. And it's held me accountable through that journey. Uh, but as I've gotten older and specifically being a parent, um, being a husband, um, you know, wanting to, to, to live a successful life, both in business and in just life in general, you know, I, my balance for me is, you know, uh, success in, in business, success in my marriage and success in being a, a father. And a lot of times people will kind of exclude one or, you know, really foc- hyper-focus on one mm-hmm. and, and make that their version <laughs> of success. And I've learned that just not to be true. And so I do my best to To change and still, you know, help people find that find their way through fitness. But I try to do my best in in leading on trying to help people become better versions of themselves. And so, as I get a little older, you know, I I stop wanting to be more jacked and tan and look good on the beach. And I really want to try to strive and really help build men of character, people of character, by leading the an example and really just showing struggle. You know, that's that's the thing, man. Like a lot of people. Specifically on social media, they want to show the it's all highlights, mm-hmm. but life's not all highlights mm-hmm. and we get, we get forced yeah. comparing ourselves in the highlight reel. And uh, for me, listen, I got good days. I got bad days. You know, I got good weeks. I got bad weeks and I got good months. I got bad months. And, uh, you know, something I, I, I don't know if it's, uh, uh, it, it's just what I understand that in order to be real and in order to gain real respect, you got to meet them where they're at. And in my version of that is showing people where we struggle and, and maybe how to, how to attack it head on. Yeah. That, that so how do you to for me it, it, and tim can attest to this too and his you know his, his life has gotten a lot busier here at work in the last 6 months or so and and I felt that the last few years and balancing going home and putting a smile, on you know, a two hour commute for both of us daily, basically. Yeah. And and putting on a smile when you get home and trying to make sure that you don't take whatever happened at work with you at home and then yeah, yeah, trying man. to get out. And did, did you squeeze in a hunt in between there? And I think about a parallel kind of universe here, you make the time and the effort every day to, to go rock or go work out or do whatever it is. That's like your version of what we're doing hunting, right? You know what I mean? And you find that time and, but you still go home and you still are a dad and that's still, and you're still a husband you're still, that's key. How the hell do you balance it? Because I, I do struggle with that to f- squeeze one more thing in there after right. all these other things, it's not a lack of getting up early. Everybody's getting up early. It's not that it's not staying up late. It's like, how do I squeeze one more thing into this day? Yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, for me, what you prioritize, you execute. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, uh, the, a big part of that journey or, or growth for me was learning to say no to things that weren't in my priority bucket yeah. and things that I, that weren't a focus to me. And so, uh, I always have like a little balance chart. It's, it's fitness family or business for me. And if it doesn't fall into fitness, family, or business, I typically will say no to it. Yeah. And it's hard because specifically as we're growing our business, I get invited to do every, I mean, you guys know this. I get invited to go on unbelievable hunts or go to the masters or do whatever. And if it's not real, if it doesn't fit into my bucket at that time, I I have to learn to say no. And it's, and it's making sure that I prioritize what's most important to me. And that's for me, it's fitness, family, and business. Mm -hmm. And it's not always convenient and i think that piece is extremely uh, difficult for some people to swallow because you're going to have to say no to some really cool things but at the end of the day you know balance is what people are seeking um, and it's and i think a lot of times you struggle with that it's not really achievable either mm-hmm. you know balance in a, in a in a scale sense is 33 33 33 and no part of my life is 33, 33, <laughs> yeah, 33. Yeah. And you know, sometimes it's, it's like 90. all a hundred, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sometimes I feel like that. It's sometimes it's, uh, it, it, you know, it, it, it's, it gets lost and they're lonely in there, but I, I try to teach balance specifically to young men or, or really just, you know, dads in general, because we all, we all struggle with this, that, you know, instead of trying to achieve this perfect balance, you know, eight mm-hmm. hours, eight hours, eight hours. That's what some people talk about. Eight hours of sleep, eight hours of work, eight hours of family. Well, for me, that doesn't work that way. <clears throat> It sounds great on a piece of paper, but it's not reality in most yeah. situations. And so what I've, I've learned to frame my brain around is being extremely intentional with where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And so learning to put your phone away uh, when you're at home with your kids, you know? And so, and, and, and making sure when you're on date night with your wife or you prioritize date night, some people don't even do that. Yeah. You prioritize that you have date night with your wife. And when mm-hmm. you're there, get off your phone, Yeah. you know, make your, make your wife, make your, 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 your bride, your prize. Uh, or, and when you're at work, you do the same thing. Like for me, I don't mess around. Like if, and you've known me for 10, 12 years or whatever, 10 years now. I don't go to lunch. Yeah, You know what I mean? I don't go hunting in the middle of the day that, yeah. you know, and I have the opportunity to, I choose not to, because when I'm intentional, when I'm at work, the people around me, they deserve that out of me. Yeah, they deserve sure. me not to go play golf and not go, yeah. like, I'm here for them. Uh, when I'm at home, I'm here for them. I'm here for my wife. I'm here for my kids. I'm here for my legacy. Mm-hmm. I'm here for my family. And so I leave work at home and, or uh, I leave work at work. Sorry. And I don't bring it home with me. And I had to learn to set up those boundaries. And those boundaries are really difficult. They're tough. They're tough. <clears throat> yeah. Cause you're constantly being pulled at that phone. It's a drug, man. And not even just a social media side, but if a work side, like you're constantly gettable. You know 100%. what I mean? You're,
1: you're constantly mm-hmm. on call. Yeah. yeah. And, and sometimes there's pressure outside of yourself to be responsive. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, and, and I also think like, we're all around the same age. And I think there's a point in your life where, like when you're younger, you just say yes to everything Mm -hmm. because you have something to prove and you want to be a team player. But at some point like you rise to a level where too many people are trying to access you and pull you in different directions. So you have to like flip that script and be able to say like, this is not strategically part of my life's mission. Well,
0: and when you're younger, those are the years where you can put in the hours and you can really put in the time and effort yeah. and you don't necessarily, I mean, some guys do, I, I got married later in life, 32, I think 31 and k- kids at 33. So I was a little bit later in their twenties. I mean, I was here at the studio all the time that's when editing and you know, staying late and they didn't, you know, if they needed me to go film somewhere or whatever, that those were the years I was putting in the time, mm-hmm. but I can't do that anymore because I, I got to be home. I got to be home for my kids. That nomadic lifestyle doesn't suit me anymore. You know? Yeah, and and and. and I actually had this with my, my contact guy on the way in. We were talking uh, with Chaz. I said, you know, the thing that makes me unique is you know, I didn't have kids till I was 35. Yeah. You know, and I was gas, no brakes, mm. all gas yeah. my entire career. And that made us, that gave us that separate, those separating years for me in particular, you know, to separate us from the pack. And it's really hard because like that success is a drug, you know, you that still want it, yeah. hell yeah. Like mm-hmm. you don't think you think I, I, wa- I don't want to miss an event. Yeah. You know, some people say, oh, I got to <laughs> work an event in my brain. That's what I'm great at. That's what I it. love to do. I mm-hmm. get to do it. And it makes it, it made that piece of it extremely difficult. And so learning to say no was a skill that I had to develop because when I was in my twenties, yeah. remember that's an opportunity. You yeah, get yeah. to say yes. And, yeah. and that's quite honestly, you know, you get to go out and experience life. That's what, that's what life's supposed mm-hmm, to be. Yeah. Go see it all. Go taste it all. Get go the see experiences, what, figure out what you like, what you don't like. That's exactly right. Yeah. And, 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 um, you know, and then you figure out what you like. And unfortunately you got to give some of that up, Yeah, you know, and, and that piece for me is, is again, it goes back to what do you prioritize and you, you can't have seven, you can't please everybody yeah. and you can't have seven different hobbies and you can't have, you know, seven different hobbies, please everybody and have a great marriage yeah. and have a great career and be a great parent. It's, yeah. it's, you can't, you're, 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 setting yourself up for failure. And I, that's why for me balance. You have to look at balance, not in a 33, 33, 33 set. You have to look at it as an understanding that when you are somewhere, Mm -hmm. you are extremely present. You are extremely intentional. And it allows you when you lay your head down at night, at least for me, to know that I competed when I was in the moment. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of people have regret because they went to work but they really didn't work today. And you know, the difference, yeah, right? Yeah. You kind of half ass your way through it. Just being there versus actually making a difference while you're there. And and same thing with your kids and same thing with your marriage. Yeah. You can be there, but did you make it count? Yeah. You know, and, and, and a lot of times we'll put all that effort into our hobby. You know what I mean? You know, for hunting, you'll go out and, you know, do all the mm-hmm. necessary that it makes to, 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 to create or grow the right, the right buck, but you're not doing it at your house. Yeah. You know, and, why do you not have the balance? Cause you're not, you're not there yeah. not putting it in.
1: Yeah. And I've, I've thought about that. There's some, there's are some areas of our lives where there are easier metrics to gauge like business, it's money, it's title. It's what, a, with your family, it's a little harder to gauge your metrics for success there. I think it is. And it isn't because if you see your kids growing up and they're brats
0: or they're, you know, can I a-holes <laughs> yeah, like that, that's a metric, man. And I it see it, I see it, you know, when I'm out, you know, our, I, I have a sense of pride going out with our kids because I feel like they're well-behaved and, you know, and, and you could go to a restaurant and we don't have tablets in front of them and all this mm-hmm. stuff, but you can look around and you can know like that kid's not getting the attention at home he needs or that kid. And I'm not, I'm not shaming. I'm just saying like, that's a metric for it's success. Not about shaming. To me. It's about telling the truth. That's a metric but to me. Same thing with marriage. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like a lot of guys, you know, they, well, that's my, oh, my old lady. She blah, blah, blah. No, no. Like, that's because you're not doing it. Yeah. And I think the ownership mm-hmm. piece that specifically for males, and I'm assuming your audience is primarily. Males, yeah. But it's a pretty safe bet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, I did say so. a, yeah. a couple yeah. girls <laughs> last <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah. But my point, my point in that is, is like, you know, we don't take ownership over that, you know, and, and in yeah. our job, I feel our job uh, as the head of the household that way, you have to look in the mirror and say, hey, man, like, what am I, what am I doing to control the situation? And that piece is, it's, it's tough because you got to say, well, maybe it's me. Yeah. Maybe I'm the problem. And, you know, for me in particular, when I stopped lying and I started telling myself the truth, my life took a different, it just took a different Mm -hmm. trajectory. And it was because I was able to hold myself accountable. And so when I lay my head down at night, I'm, I know that I know the difference between right and wrong. And I know the difference when I'm competing and when I'm kind of hiding Yeah. and the ability for me to have that allows me to have perspective around balance. And then, you know, I prioritize what I can, I manage what I can. And to your point, Tim, what, you know, if you can measure it, you can manage it. And that, that measuring stick that you bring in Matt, you know, how do you, how do your children behave? Well, if you spend a lot of time with them and you're, you're, you're working with them and you're working on them. Um, usually you get a pretty good result. I had one, yeah. of, one of my employees said the other day, in fact, I have my dog in studio for those listening, Gary's in the house, <laughs> Gary's in the house, but he always says, you, you got the best dog. Like, why don't you get so lucky? You always have the best dogs. And I <laughs> said, well, is it luck or is it yeah. a little bit, a little bit of, you know, energy and effort? Now yeah, I will tell I'm you just when it's lucky, but you know, and, and the point being is like, you get out what you put in life yeah. <clears> and that's the piece, whether it's marriage, whether it's work, whether it's your dog, um, whether it's your hunt. Yeah. You, you 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 reap what you sow and you better yeah. be really intentional to making sure what you sow is extremely important And Mark Mark and Terry that's where they are some of the best on the hunting side of it like the work that they put in all year to get to those four months of deer season like mark start they start immediately yeah, they're, yeah. they're working during the season you know yeah. setting up constantly changing like that that is one thing if you've been these guys have been around them enough that you pick up on it's like look these guys aren't lucky they're not killing big deer after big deer and their camera guys and their farm managers and their guests don't all kill big deer because they're lucky or they have big farms or in a lot of cases marks on an 80 acres or a hundred acres or whatever. It's because they work their tail off and they always have. And that's it. We, if, if, if they're not the smartest guys in the room, they will outwork you. You know what I mean? Like that, that's a trait that they got from their father and you you know, a guy that didn't even, I don't even know that he got through high school their their dad, you know, at that time. Yeah. Just worked hard. Worked well, hard. caught, not taught, right? Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, the example that, that, uh, you know, for me, for me, I can only speak for myself. Uh, I'm not the smartest guy in the room, uh, but, but I show up and I compete every single day. And I think when I look at success stories, whether it's in hunting, whether it's in fitness, whether it's in tires, that same, that same uh, equation runs to be true. It's not not necessarily the smartest person in the room that always wins. Mm-hmm. It's the person that's willing to show up. It's willing to compete and the relentless in the pursuit yeah. of excellence. Like that piece is, and it's not, well, you know what? I'll wait until, uh, I'll wait until June to get going. It's no, 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 no. This is a 365 day a year process yeah. and I'm yeah. constantly in it, yeah. you know? And that's when, but that's what the difference is, is because, you know, when you, when you do something you love, you never work a day in your life, right? No. They always say that. It's, it's actually a bullshit saying because you know I do something I love and I get my ass beat. Every <laughs> <time>. <laughs> and it's work. <laughs> but I will tell you, and I, I and, and my guys know this, I'd show up and do it for free. And I have, and yeah. I will. And I continue willing and it won't be the last time that I have to. And the reason I say that is because when you believe in what it is that you're doing
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and it makes a difference and you love it, it it's not about the paycheck. And yeah. I agree. I do agree with you. Like the paycheck is a measuring stick on how successful we are, kind of it's definitely a society measuring stick. That's right. And yeah. so we got to be careful with what we set our expectations up for yeah. is, you know, this again, going back to the social pressure of how the world works today is we're, we're measuring ourselves against somebody's highlight reel or somebody's whatever. Uh, Money isn't the end of it. No. Now it's a portion of it. I'm the first person to tell you. Yeah, I don't want to work you for free a, the rest of my life. It helps <laughs> you live a, a somewhat of an easier lifestyle. And do some things that you want to do. Yes. But th- those for Doesn't me, make you happy though, necessarily. Of course. And it's n- it's not gonna replace it. Yeah. And but those those money, in in my experience, again, is a direct result of uh the person who is most successful in the category. If you find the hmm. the, the guy who makes the most money for porn foundations, he's likely you know, very good at what he does. Yeah. And he's not, does not have a struggle with money. Yeah. Whether it's hunting, whether it's supplements, whether it's selling water, you know, or running the best restaurant. If you're the best at what you do, money's the byproduct. Yeah. yeah. So you have to focus on being the best. And the best comes with passion. The best comes with pursuit of excellence and really that resilience to, it's not if you get knocked down, it's when you get knocked down. Mm-hmm. How do you get back up? Yeah. So everything, I always say this to to my kids as well. It's like, all right, this is too hard. They're saying, this is too hard. or that's too hard. I can't do it. It's like, I know you feel that way now, but once you get through it, once you work and you actually accomplish it, you know, once you get past that, whatever the thing X, Y, Z was, you look back and you're like, Oh, that wasn't so bad. It built some character. You know, you may not realize it at the time, but it's like, Oh, now I can do this. It's just a building block to go attain the next thing. That's hard. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I mean, you know, this coming from my 42 year old self and I feel like I'm an old soul by nature. You know, I'm one of those guys, like I like to be, I like to hang out with the older guys cause I love the stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it also allows me perspective to, to pass through. Cause I, um, you know, I have about 400 employees under roof and then I got about 10,000 reps that we, that we manage. And, and I get, you know, the, the opportunity to be able to speak to a lot of young men, just a lot of people on their journey. And you know everybody puts their eye on the prize. The, the I want to get there. I want to get there. When I get there, I'll be happy. And, and when I have X, I'll be happy. And yeah. I'll, I'm here like at 42, and I'm nowhere near completed where I'm going to go. But the journey's where all the fun is, man. The mm-hmm. journey's where the grit, struggle, built and the mm-hmm. struggle. Like you know, when when you can conquer struggle and 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 have that experience. When I look back on all of the, the, I mean, we have a really cool headquarters here in St. Louis. Yeah. It's, you know, we have almost 400. It's world-class. Yeah. 400,000 square feet on roof now. That's really neat. Um, but some of my greatest memories in our entire business, when we were in a little shithole, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, and we shot each other with, with uh, airsoft guns airsoft <laughs> yeah. You walk in and you didn't know, like, yeah, I didn't know what I was walking into today. Like sure. I'm walking in no, you know, no goggles on, to nothing. Like there's a pretty good chance I'm gonna get my ass blasted. <laughs> right. So it's like one yeah. of those things it's, it's, uh, the journey, uh, it, it Don't wish it away because when you learn to embrace it, there's a lot of lessons that are learned along that ride that are extremely powerful, especially for dads, like being able to, 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 to pass that along to your children. And, you know, it's, it's the perseverance through the struggle that create the character that you want your children to have. And you can only have that Mm -hmm. if you go through it and you can only teach them if you understand it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Go ahead. Well, so as you, uh, you're kind of segueing seg. I don't know what this has to do with hunting. No, well, that's what the segue to me. <laughs> you're talking about, you know, those life lessons that. and, 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 you know, I know you, you've hunted before. But recently, you and Kyle, you you have a farm that yep. that you purchased a couple of years ago, and you've poured you know heart and soul into this piece of ground. Yep. and it's your happy place. It looks like one hundred percent. And so it's something that your family goes to. It's your getaway. It's it's and it's not far from home, which is even yeah. better. You know yeah. where you can spend weekends or whatever. But you started hunting a little bit more. Oh yeah. And Kyle, who's you know good friend of yours, um, you guys you're hunting together. So so yeah. he's kind of helping bring you along, but through the journey, you're also getting to bring your young son Enzo along. And that's probably the fun. That's probably the fun stuff. You guys are kind of learning together a little bit, right? A hundred percent. I mean, you know, um, again, fitness, family business. So here's a hobby that I tie family in. So now I'm, 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 I'm aligning my hobbies Mm -hmm. or interest with my family. And so if I'm going to take time away from my entire nuclear family, in a sense, I'm still aligned. So I'm not, I'm, I'm not outside my boundaries. But, you know, Kyle's one of my best friends and has been, we played together. So I've known 2003. So Mm -hmm. 20 years, Kyle's one of the longest friends that I've had. And, um, you know, it's one of those things where I don't know. I wasn't raised as a hunter. My dad didn't hunt. My family didn't hunt. Um, and so it's something that's always intrigued me. I mean, I'm, I'm, openly say I'm a concrete cowboy. Like I move out to the farm. I drive <laughs> yeah. the side by side around. I'm actually the only guy I drive my side by side through Starbucks and through <laughs> they all judge me. And quite honestly, I don't really care. You know? And if you know, you know me well enough now, I actually do not care. <laughs> and, um, you know, and, and, but one of those, one of those things for me is I love everything about hunting. Sure. I just don't know how to do it. And, and I have enough humility and a lot of people in life will just judge it versus understand it. And, and that's not something I want to uh, raise into my children. You know, I want them if they want to try it, and they want to adopt it, and they want it to be part of their life. I'm going to support it. I'm going to show them the pathway. Mm-hmm. And through that little process, you know, I've got some great bonding time with Kyle. Uh, I've got some unbelievable bonding time with my son. I get to teach him a lot about life. Yeah. You know, seeing the rut for the first time and watching the watching the bucks come Nothing out. Nothing like yeah. it. Yeah, watching mm-hmm. the little guy come out and then a little bit bigger guy come yeah. out and then daddy comes out. Yeah, that's everybody knows it's what's going on. Yeah, there, hell yeah, yeah. You know. And, uh, you know, and, and for anybody who's hunted with their child in the blind, this 17,000 questions are going yeah. down, um, dad, 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 I'm trying to watch <laughs> what's going. Kyle's, you know, and Kyle's great with my kids. He's got young kids too. So, you know, he, he's, you know, we're, we're talking and we get to laugh, but it's, it's a, it's a bonding moment, you know, and it's a mm, life and yeah. it's cool. And you're in that blind. Thank God. I'm in it. Listen, I gotta be honest.
1: <laughs> Moving too much.
0: <laughs> well, I got if I was tree standing with my son, I don't think I wouldn't do this yet, yeah. you know? Um, but I'm fortunate. What's, what's the buying company you guys? You got a buying? Hawk, I think. The Hawk, yeah, I don't know. Muddy, one of those Okay, two. I think I got a Muddy. Muddy, yeah. Uh, Who are you sponsored by? That's both. Okay,
1: we got a Muddy. <laughs> you're good. I know, okay,
0: all right. No, but it is, we got a, Kyle won it. Uh, actually, on, on your show. Yeah, on Critical Mass, he won it. He yeah. didn't, he wasn't a good enough shot. I mean, we talk talked about salt all the time, but that's all the <laughs> He must have got lucky. But, uh, you know, you're sitting in there and, and it's three or four hours, again, uninterrupted time with it's your rare. son, yeah. with one of your best friends. Yeah. You're laughing. Yeah, we're talking youth sports. We're talking, you know, crazy parents. We're talking life. We're yeah. talking. Mm-hmm. We get to catch up. Get to ask my son questions. He's learning what's going on. It's one on one time with you. It's one on. Yeah, it's one on one. He also has twin daughters. So That's there's right. There's a lot there. Yeah, I had three kids in 14 months. Here, I had three kids <laughs> on 14 months. Our business was growing. You know, why not? Yeah, on you know, compounding year on year. I had 400 employees. I mean, my life is fast, and I'm not yeah. saying it to to be a douchebag. I'm just saying it like. That piece for me is extremely important, and I I find uh, we did, I, I haven't yet to harvest a deer with my son right, mm-hmm. and, and so I have no like I'd love to sit here and say oh yeah I took down a two hundred you know buck and here we
1: are and it hangs them I just don't tune tune in to hear about success right 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 he's <laughs> <laughs> got a failure here Sal yeah. well, hey listen it fits right inside <laughs> yeah, yeah. with me
0: in fact I was I was showing uh, Matt uh, Enzo's miss this this past week or two weeks ago, but it, it, it's one of those things where it's uninterrupted time in silence, phones away. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. talking with my son. I'm talking with one of my best friends. We get to enjoy life together. To your point, no tablets, no distraction. Mm-hmm. And here we are. And that's life. Yeah. And it's really cool. And it's really fun. And I, I cherish those hours because I don't, you don't, you know, there's gonna be yeah. a point in time in, in five more years, I won't be the center of my son's universe universe anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, he's going to move on. He's going to have his friends going to do his, he's going to do his deals. I'm gonna have small moments of it, but now I get this opportunity. Yeah. And so I try to maximize those. Maybe not as much as, as I physically possibly could. uh, But I do the best to prioritize them. So I get it. So I can make them count.
1: Yeah. There's something to be said to exposing your kids, especially your sons to other, positive male role models in your, that are not their dad, like, like Kyle, like they get to see how real men interact with one another and, and, and just kind of understand how that those relationships work and how important those relationships work. You know, the steel sharpens or iron sharpens iron kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so that, that's an important, you know, allowing other men to pour into your kids' lives. Yeah. It's, it's an important aspect.
0: I, I mean, I, we should dive in on that. And I just, this is the, this is the guy in me. Right. I think all too often we say, well, that was my, my high school buddy. He's going to be my buddy the rest of my life. He could be a, you know, it could be a piece of shit. You know what I mean? He could be a Royal class Hoosier in the grand scheme of things and just do everything incorrectly, you know, be an embarrassment in society, but you know what? I've known him for 20 years. So he's my guy. I'd actually stand against that. I disagree with that. And the reason I say that is because I'm firmly set in the understanding that we have to be men of character and the reason society is the way it is today is because weak men have allowed that to happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and I'm not one of these guys. I don't have a tactical truck out back with, uh, you know, life survival kits hanging <laughs> off the side of it, but you bet your ass if somebody's misstepping in a grocery store, like I'm going to say something yeah. and everybody, all, all, everybody around me knows that there's never a wrong time to do the right thing. And I will, I will be the voice that stands for it. And, um, you know, I think having men around your children, uh, who act that way is extremely mm-hmm. important in raising them into those people of character. And Kyle is one of those people for me. Um, I hate giving the guy compliments, <laughs> but he is one of those guys for me. But I think all too often, you know, we, we, we allow, you know, these people to get away with things cause they've been that way for 20 years and well, he's just a drunk and that's, he's a bad drunk and that's okay. No, no, actually it's not. Yeah. And you know, making sure that you prioritize your children around those strong people mm-hmm. of character or of faith or of, you know, whatever it is, because you are the company you keep,
1: you know, and your children end up
0: becoming who it is that you surround and and expose them to. And it's an important factor for me, like how my kids will operate in society when I'm gone. That's my name. That's my legacy. And I'm not going to let, I'm not going to let, uh, well, I went to high school with him, so that's, he can get away with being an asshole. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Well, in my experience, those friends that they just kind of go away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Less, Those less in common with it, it, them. It's just like, ah, this isn't, this isn't my, this doesn't align with my priority priorities. What does the, the people that I'm closest to, well, it's a small circle of friends, but in Mark and Terry, it's the same way. I'm sure it's the same way for you. It just seems like it's smaller and smaller, but it's, it's people that were aligned in the same areas. Right. And, um, you know, I think, I think it naturally, a lot of times that'll naturally happen. It does. And I, and I think that's, it's, um, uh, it's important, though, to be cognizant of the fact of your children are always watching. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and you know when you're they're watching how you tolerate that type of behavior and how that behavior kind of infiltrates itself around you. Only need a couple bad influences around your life to yeah, the shit gets crazy quick. Yeah, no no doubt. What? How's the language? Am I okay? Hey, you're fine. All We're right, what- We
1: haven't started recording yet.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what, what I notice, what I notice is. And I read this not long ago that you have to, as a parent, you also have to share, you have to go outside of your comfort zone. So for instance, I don't really care to go out and hang out anymore go like when i get home yeah. it's like rare to just be able to go home and stay home yeah. you know and so i like that i cherish that you know and with the family whatever but my wife loves to go out she's a social social butterfly yeah and so i take that personally i've seen no no but maybe i should <laughs> well, but I've, son of a, I've noticed that my son <laughs> my son more and more he's just like yeah, i don't want to go do that i don't want to go do that well it's a reflection of me because I'm always like, eh, yeah, and and yeah. Terry was the same way. By the way, it's this is a yeah, yeah, a yeah. trait that us Truie guys have, and I'm like, damn it, I'm gonna have to start. I'm gonna have to start going to be d- to go to do some of this stuff just to show him. Yeah, we got to go try these things. We got to go do yeah. these things, and and show him that it's you know it's okay. <laughs> well, and I, I mean even with the first form outdoors, right? The taglines experience more. Yeah, and I think the the the. Uh, Sediment of that is not just the outdoors. I think it's really in life. Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and you never know what you never know what you're gonna like until you try it. Yeah. And and you know, for you, you might be hitting on, you know, I'm just kidding. That's <laughs> I was gonna go down a path here. <laughs> hey, okay. yourself. <laughs> yeah. But you know there's for, not much of that on this yeah. <laughs> podcast. No,
1: that's true. For
0: me, I can give you an example. Um, you know, I always said because one of the biggest things for me when I was 35, um, it was like a really defining moment. So about seven years ago, was right before I had uh, my son Enzo. I was about 275 pounds. I was I was like, you know, I always lifted and I was still, um, you know, I was a, I want to say professional athlete. I played minor league baseball, but played division one baseball, you know, athlete my whole life. I was a little bit bigger. I was still kind of, you know, whatever. But a guy challenged me to run a half marathon and I swore, man, I'm never, like I swore the day I was done playing sports, like I'm never running again. <laughs> and I think a lot of people can relate to that but a guy challenged me to run a half marathon. And I'm one of those guys like you bet, like I'm on, like we're gonna play. And uh, I was like, well, I guess I'll do it. <laughs> so I did it and I went out and I started training for it and I put my mind on something hard and I started to develop, a maybe not a liking for it, but an understanding of why people run. But when I crossed the finish line of running my first half marathon on my 35th birthday, mind you, uh, I started like tear up a little bit. I started getting <laughs> like emotional in this sense. And the reason being is because I had accomplished something hard that I told myself I would never do. And it was really because I was scared of doing it. Yeah, yeah. Like I was scared of, of, of trying something new, experiencing something new. And you never know what it is that you might enjoy until you give it a run. And that experience more, you know, kind of piece of life is extremely important because a lot of people to your point, they set in their own ways, yeah, and it's just like, well, this is what my dad did. This is how yeah. I am, this is what we're going to do. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's really kind of some caveman thinking. Oh, right? for sure. And so, opening up the, the 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 vision to kind of say, okay, well, let's try let's try a few things. You never know, you just might like it. Yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, like Matt might try saddle hunting this year. No, that's where I. I don't know if you know about the saddle hunting.
0: No. So basically, it looks like a sex swing that Tim goes and he climbs up into a tree in, and he's just dangling there, and uh, that's how he hunts. No lock on, no climber, no blind. When I was at when I was at Cabela's, I thought that was a sex swing just on clearance. (laughs) (laughs) Bought one It's hanging in my hanging in my bedroom. Oh, Oh. we should save a few (laughs) bucks. (laughs) Right on. It's not bad. No, No, we like to give Tim
1: crap. Mark, boy, the text
0: message. yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I won't hear from Mark for a week and then I'll get a random meme. tree settle meme. Yeah.
0: That's and great. it's a great, it, like the guys that hunt with that style of hunting, yeah. they're deadly. You know, it can be a very effective tool. It's not it's, traditional from what, you know, some it. of these guys have grown up thinking tree stand hunting is. So got it, got it. it's, it's new. Like It's out of that comfort zone. Yeah. For sure. the
1: past probably five, 10 years, it's kind of become more in vogue. Yeah. But there's definitely like a, a level of, Um, just interest in it that goes beyond like like, like they're devotees to it. Like Into the Bedroom. You know what I mean? If of you go course. bring it home and yeah. you tell your wife, listen, we need to experience more. I didn't know you could more. hunt out of it for like two years. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on.
0: I don't think so, Jim.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Somehow my wife gets triggered every time I get the swing out. Yeah, bro. I mean, mm. you just, I'm telling you that it's experience weird. more tagline.
0: You just look <laughs> at it. Like, well. We need to experience more.
1: So let's touch on, it. and I know you don't, you know, this isn't why you're
0: here, but the experience more, the first form outdoor side, you guys, there's, I think is the company as first forms gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. You guys have done a great job of being inclusive into, you know, different sectors of, of, you know, uh, what fitness may mean for someone, right. You know what I mean? And outdoors is, uh, is definitely that for a mm-hmm. lot of people, doesn't mean that you're running a marathon or half marathon. It, it may mean that you like to go hiking, you know, and, and, and go on the nature trails or go out to the, the parks or whatever it is for you hunting, fishing. Yeah. And I, and I think just the, you know, when you look at the, take the hunter, the whitetail hunter, right? Because it's probably the biggest, let's say population in the quote unquote outdoor space. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the the 1995 Hunter was Mountain Dew and a ho-ho going into the deer stand. Scott right? just got off that the
1: Got tears perked up.
0: <laughs> but, you know, you, <laughs> but you catch my drift, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, as time has progressed, what happens, much like that influence we talk about on our children, mm-hmm. okay, so then their children do it, and then their children do it. And we've created this very, very unhealthy uh, habitat for our children to be raised in. And mm-hmm. you can see it you know, the, as the Western hunter starts coming into the hunting scene and as fitness or really health in general starts moving in, you're seeing it come into the outdoor space a little bit more yeah. prevalent now than it used to be. However, that, that Mountain Dew and Ho-Ho still exist very, very heavily. That's the prominent, <laughs> that's and, the guy. And, you know, part of our goal when we talk about, you know, helping people change their lives is we have to first stick our toe in there and say, hey, listen, we're not weirdos. You know, I don't walk around. I mean, I might be a little weird, but I don't walk around with chicken, broccoli and rice and microwave in the deer stand, you know, hoping yeah, yeah. I can stay mm-hmm. on point. But if I'm going to set an example for my children on how to live a healthier life, mm-hmm. I have to show them. And much like meeting a customer where they're at, like I have to be, we have as an organization I have to be able to meet this, this, these, these hunters where they're at and say, Hey, listen, like I understand that you might look at me and say, well, this guy's a marathon runner. He's listen and powerless or walks around in a single. I, I do none of those things. I'm actually just like you, but I have, I have a want and a need to, to really teach my children a better way of life, a life that I, mind you, was not raised in some fitness household. Yeah, My, you know, my parents are not healthy. You know, these, these model citizens, this is a, this is a mold I want to break and I'd like to help you break it too. And in doing so, you know, instead of, um, uh, taking them out and doing a ho-ho showing them that, Hey man, you can have a better for you energy drink. That's going to give a better, more natural, uh, caffeine delivery. A better for you snack, whether it's a protein stick or a protein bar, that's yeah. a much better choice. It tastes great. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times, well, I would never eat that. It tastes terrible. Pretty good. No, it's damn good. <laughs> good. You know. Yeah. And and that that introduction to that healthy lifestyle when you start taking small habits. You know, when you you'll say you go to the gas station every day, is getting a Mountain Dew and a Ho Ho every day for breakfast. It happens, right? <laughs> There's seven eight hundred calories every day, nine hundred calories every day in the wrong direction. That you make one small little change. You can have an energy drink, uh, a better for you energy drink and, and and a protein bar, protein stick. And you can have a couple of those substitutions a day. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you're well on your way to changing, maybe not becoming a fitness God, but living a much healthier lifestyle. And if I can tell you, Hey, that's not that bad. Let me get you to walk a little bit. Yeah. Let me teach you how to walk. And now you're setting the example for your children. You can be a better husband for your wife. And you'd be surprised, man. Like you start setting goals for yourself and becoming a a, (laughs) Uh, a little bit more, uh, a little, taking care of yourself a little bit more, you'd be surprised on how your children look at you a little differently and how your wife looks at you a little differently. Ooh, yeah. yeah. And, it's a, yeah. <laughs> and it's a small change. I mean, you live this. Yeah. I mean, you, you, of all people, have gone through this change. When I first walked in, the first time I met you, it was. Definitely fat Matt. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the but worst it, of my, you know, it was, it was, it cool. was a big deal too. Cause Kit was like, Matt Drury's come down to HQ. The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Drury. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think he meant Mark Drury. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people it, confuse that. Well, Mark <laughs> came to the old yeah. HQ too. Yeah. 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 I, I, I met with, with Sal and I'll never forget it because I come in there and like, they are chewing some guy's ass out in <laughs> this, oh. what be your conference room where is also your podcast studio at the time this old bill. They're just lifestyle light lighting this guy time. up. And, uh, one thing you'll know about that they, they got a pretty young group of, of men that work for them a lot and, yes. and men and women, but at yeah. the time, probably more predominantly guys. At the time, 95, 95, five. And, uh, so it was almost like, um, you know, I think you guys were molding those guys, you know, and I know that that's part of what your business success is, molding those guys along the way. So anyways, this is the first time I meet Sal and first time I see Sal and Kyle warned me he's like hey if you go down there you better have your shit together and be ready uh, to hit the whole running man you yeah. know like have your presentation he's a sharp guy he's going to remind you a lot of Mark you know mm-hmm. he's going to you're going to get hit with a bunch of questions so I get in there and I sit down and they're chewing this guy you know I think it was the media guys I think it was your media guys
1: oh, and I'm like
0: fuck and I text Mark <laughs> and I'm next? like man he seems pissed today <laughs> 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 and, and, and I'm next up <laughs> so you waiting for the the Better up. <laughs> yeah, we get back to Sal's office and uh I go through my presentation. And Sal, one thing about him, he talked about putting your phone down, like undivided attention. Yeah. You know, I, I had every bit of Sal's time, oh, which sure. it was I value greatly, but Andy walked in and I had listened enough of the, I knew of their brand enough yes. where like, I'm like, shit, here we go. Andy's <laughs> the one that actually yells. on this yeah. meeting. <laughs> like, like, And uh, Andy just kind of like, Hey, what are you guys up to? And he sat there for just a couple minutes today. He was very disinterested, and yeah. walked out, you yeah. know? And, and uh, Sal was nothing but great. Like a switch, like for that meeting, you know, but boy, sure. that guy got his ass chewed before I walked in there. <laughs> so Sal, after I get done with the presentation, he's like, this is, this is great. He's like, I, I'm not going to, I'm trying to sell my sponsorship. He's like, I'm not going to do any of this, but this is great. I I think there's something down the road where we can, you know, we could team up at the very least run ideas off of each other, that kind yeah. of thing. And I, we spent another two hours, I bet I was in there three or four hours mm-hmm. of his undivided time, just talking life business, all that stuff. And uh, I walked out of there and I called Mark and I called Terry. I was like, these guys got something. These guys are they're on their, their game, their and, a game. And we've, and we've had a great friendship ever since. And I think a lot of it at the time. You guys are still selling DVDs, right? E, we start talking about maybe the, at the, the tail digital end migration. of it. Yeah, we're yeah. Like, hey, we're getting ready to do an app. You're like, we're getting ready to do an app. Yeah. Right? So yeah. We, we had a lot like, in, in common, yeah. uh, v- vastly different worlds. It is really weird. But uh, a lot of business, you know, in, in common of what, where we wanted to go. Yeah. I wonder whose ass I was ripping. That's, that's funny. Me. I mean, I it was, I, it was the media guys. Sure I know. Remember. I remember that part. It was like that little media group of, of room or whatever one you walked yeah, in yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, for me, uh, you know, one thing I was raised in a locker room, right? So, like, that's yeah. the only thing I understand. <clears throat> and high, I'm a, I am, I take a great deal of pride in having high standards. Yeah. And um, you know, when you when you go into my home, my home is clean. You get into my car, my car is clean. You get into my office, and my office is clean. her up, like, I, I believe in that. And so, sometimes with young men, in particular, <laughs> you uh, and I tell them all the time, I'm not your mom. Especially when I was a little younger, I was a little more firm than I am now, uh, but you know, sometimes they want a challenge. And so sometimes they get the challenge yeah. and they get the red ass. And so, um, you know, I, I believe, you know, even in today's corporate America where, you know, everything's soft and we all have feelings. Uh, I have feelings too. And as, uh, as the person who has to set the tone, like sometimes you're going to get to know my feelings, and sometimes they come out a little hot. <laughs> yeah, hey, I, I could relate. I was yeah. felt like I was back working for Dad's construction company. <laughs>
1: vaguely familiar, to me. <laughs> Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. So you know that you mentioned age 35, and that's when you did your half marathon. That's when I came to the real, realization. Like it's like all right, I'm getting I'm getting too heavy. I'm getting like I'm sitting in a chair in an office all day long. I got to do something. Yeah, and and that was about time you know met met you, and um, it has helped tremendously over the years. I'm not peak shape by any means, but the things that I've learned working with you guys and get, you know, trainers and stuff like that, it's, it's unbelievable. The difference of what, what it's done to help me just in general, feel better. Yeah. Just quality of life. I mean, it's better choices, right? And I I think that's the, I mean, I think, you know, as I get older, this is what I realize is life's about making better choices, but you, when you know better and you can learn to actually execute on that choice, You don't have to be perfect. It's not about Mm -hmm. being perfect. It's about making progress. Getting a little bit better. A little bit better. You're not in peak shape. I'm not in peak shape. But I am a hell of a lot better than I could be. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and especially down the path that I was. You know, I was drinking six, seven nights a week. Mm. Sure. And I'd be like, well, I work out every day.
1: (laughs) Well, so do you drink day. That's exactly
0: right. Well, you know, maybe I'd start eating pizza on Wednesday. You know, versus, (laughs) you know, like right now, hey, if we go out to dinner, like I eat what I want on Saturday night. But I've earned it throughout the week by making... Just small changes, better yeah. choices. I'm not yeah. starving myself. It's about making better decisions when you're when they're present and having the opportunity. And a lot of times for a lot of guys, specifically in this in this realm, and that's the purpose of First Warm Outdoors, is meeting somebody where they're at. And it's like, hey, when you walk into the gas station, you have a better choice. Mm-hmm. And I'm not asking you, you don't have to sign up for the, the next bodybuilding competition and put a spray tan on. I'm saying, but you do walk into the same gas station. I'm asking you to take a look at a different package in a different aisle and start to educate yourself on how to how to get yeah. a little bit better so that you can become a better version of yourself and a better example so you can live a better, healthier life.
1: Yeah. A lot of people don't know this, but like 2007, I was clocking in at 240 pounds. Really? And like it hit me when I couldn't bend over to put my wakeboard, I clip into the wakeboard. It's it right. like I had too much gut to to bend over and do it myself. T- Tim has yes, the pictures are you wouldn't even realize it's the And same I was guys. like I was 27. I went to my 10-year high school reunion and I just like kind of accepted that okay, the the natural trajectory in life is you get fatter, you lose your hair and that's just hopefully hopefully you have a great personality. <laughs> Man, and, and you're I like I got to get fit
0: <laughs> or you're rich.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I started running and 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 I would just cut certain things out of my diet and Dropped a bunch of weight, and then and then start and then realized like ah, I'm too thin. I don't have enough musculature to like protect myself if I fall or whatever. And so then started lifting, and like over time was able to get back doing the thing you know playing hockey and mountain biking yeah. and climbing up into a tree stand ultra and ultra marathons yeah i yeah. give him a lot of shit but i mean i'm very proud <laughs> that you, you were able to accomplish that and it you, it, you know, got an altar s- in your belt yeah yeah in yeah. fact jake came and ran support That's uh, awesome. uh, for me uh so so it was awesome but like my kids see that and and, and my daughter's like uh, i think i need to make some changes and she's like i don't want my kids to stress about their food, like they're young, they can metabolize through things faster. And I don't want them to have a complex. And I think that's kind of the other end of the spectrum is like, there are some paragons of health in the fitness industry that people look at and they're like, I could never even, I could never become that. So I'm not even gonna try. But so what you're talking about, like if you can just make a few substitutions you walk a little more as opposed to driving up to the, the entrance. like little things you can do that really make, you know, when you think about the trajectory of your life and those things multiplying over time, it really makes a difference. And it gives you more time in the field, more time with your kids, maybe more time with your grandkids. Yeah. Like that's, that's valuable. Well, and I,
0: I mean, even, I mean, all of those things, but what about what looks back at you in the mirror? You know, there's a pride aspect I and mean, depression's at an all time high. Right. And it's most people, I'm generalizing here, depressed, because there's there's a a lack of self-worth. And yeah. you create self-worth. And when you make yourself a priority, you can develop that self-worth that looks back at you in the mirror. And that piece is extremely important because all of those tasks that you talk about, that's that develops who you are in character. That develops who you are as a man. That develops how you believe and perceive that your kids and wife think about you. They're all true. Yeah. And whenever you know that they're not true, we start to understand that. And that piece is extremely important because, you know, it's built. It is a built, or confidence is an earned, built trait that we all have the ability to do. It's whether we choose to do it or not. Again, mm-hmm. this comes back to the re- regret thing. When you lay your head down, at night, like, did you do it or did you not?
1: Yeah. And, and there's a biochemical Uh, implication for these habits because there's so many guys that are walking around as our testosterone levels dip as we get older. Like there are things that you can do and exercise and eating well and getting good sleep are three of the best things you can do to help with testosterone and just having like optimal (coughs) testosterone levels that's going to make you a better husband, a better dad, a better hunter, whatever you are, like the more energy, a more positive outlook. Yeah. And I think, I think to kind of sum it up a little
0: bit, like I I don't, you could, you could go and you can hunt and not be fit. That that's it's yeah, that's Mm -hmm. the majority, right? You can definitely do that. What we're talking about is being able to go the extra mile, being able to drag your tear out, you know, being able to, without huffing and puffing, which I feel, you know, I was, I started seeing a train, this very thing I started for, I took a break from, from the working out. I still was eating healthy enough to kind of maintain, but took a break from, from working out for a little bit. And, uh, and I, I kind of came back to my senses. It's like, man, I got to get, I got to do something. Mm. So I, got a trainer and i started because i'm not pushing myself i'm like all right i'm gonna have to have somebody hold me accountable yeah so i got because in the first thing he said because he's a hunter and and actually at at the gala kyle's gala the 30 for the kids and all that (laughs) stuff he he was i was at the same table with this trainer and i knew him from when i first started working out down here at club fitness at 35 and he's like he's got his own gym now and he's like man he's like You you look like you'd have trouble dragging a deer out right now. I'm like, yeah, I (laughs) think you're (laughs) right. Hey, thanks. But, but it was the push. He called me a week later. He's like, Hey, you want to come check out the gym? I was like, yeah. He's like, that didn't take much convincing. I'm like, cause I'm ready, man. I just needed, I just needed. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I, I got to, and I'm still not, you know, like starting that in the middle of deer season can be tough, but it was just one more excuse. Like wait till the end of deer season. I'm like, no, screw it. I'm going to do it right here in the Today. middle of deer season. It's deer season. It's not convenient. In fact, one day he, he just killed me and I couldn't even draw my bow back. Like I'm just struggling. Cause I hunted that night and I'm like struggling to draw my bow back. I'm like, that was a mistake, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. but <laughs> I need to you but know, you learn. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I got, I got, I got to get yeah. back into it. So I'm not saying you ha- couldn't you hunt without being healthy. Absolutely. People have been doing it for since the 50s. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I just kind of saw it as a way like, hey, I, I can be better than what I I'm just kind of lying to myself. I can be better. Yeah. So like I gotta do something. But I think in the 50s, obviously there's a lot more manual labor. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. They were burning not, the calories all yeah, day yeah. long. Yeah. Yeah. Obesity was not what it is today. It's not as prevalent. Yeah. 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 Different food sources. I you know, for me, you know, when I look at it, you know, man, I am so inv- I am so invested in, in building men of character that I, I take all the byproducts of it. It's kind of like, you know, they're, they're being a better hunter is great. What about being a better version of you? Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people <laughs> will back down from that. Right. Like, so there's, there are, there are two types of listeners right now. One that's one that's that maybe you're pushing on a little bit and they're maybe they turn it off cause they don't want to hear it. And then there's a second one. that's going to go a little deeper here and the little deeper here. And I, I encourage you to stay on is like, Hey, you're going to be dead a long time. Yeah. And if you don't challenge yourself to experience a little bit more and try a little bit harder when you die or when you're laying there in a deathbed, that regret table that comes up and you start thinking about, it, you're going to think about all the things you didn't do. Yeah. And uh, you didn't do a lot of things in life because you weren't capable of it and you weren't physically capable of it. And that piece is extremely important specifically when you think about what you're doing with your children and how you're leaving them. And so that part is, you know, is important. And then going back and just taking deer hunting into it, there's something very primal about, you know, taking the deer, taking a life, dressing the deer, yeah. packing the deer, consuming it, consuming the deer, yeah. a lean meat, like yeah. carrying it out. Can you do it? Or do you have to wait until your buddy can come help and maybe get the electric vehicle in there? You know? <laughs> do we do that? Yeah. <laughs> Drag you out. You know, But my, my point being is like, um, you know, there, there's, there, there are pieces to this yet yeah, that can make you a better performer if you choose to. Oh yeah. Know? Yeah. So
1: I I coach people through the First Form app, and I've got that private Facebook group called the Legion of Woodsmen. If folks are interested in jumping in there, it's all about like the outdoor lifestyle and doing those things that are going to make you a better. And a lot of times it's about like my family stuff or just yep. being being a better guy because you know because you can be fit and be a jackass. That's right. <laughs> oh yeah, there's plenty there's, of those guys. There's there's a there's a lot of that, but like. All that stuff has to like it has to impact your core, like your character, who you are, and make you a better person. So I'll I'll throw the link in the show notes.
0: Yeah, no, and I I, I mean, and I take this very serious. Matt talked earlier, like I don't I very rarely plug business because it's just not. I always believe that if you are the example of of what would attract somebody, then naturally they're going to figure out what it is that you do. But uh, you know, a lot of people in this particular little segment, you don't know where to start, so they don't start. And uh, to Tim's point, you know, we we've developed an app from you know the time that Matt and I were talking. Uh, that is an all encompassing you know, onboard you, walk you through the process, teach you how to track your food. We go live in the app every single day. You have a one-on-one accountability partner. You can join a Facebook group like Tim's to get them involved. And so I encourage you, if if any of this speaks to you in some capacity, download the First Form app, get started. We're we're not a bunch of, I don't get in there in my tank top. Uh, I struggle with weight just like a lot of you on, on the audience. I mean, I struggle with weight my whole life. My mom's overweight. You know, my my family has a, has a lineage of being overweight. I speak fat. That's what I tell people. Mm -hmm. It's much like probably you guys in the hunting world, you guys have failed miserably a million times, (laughs) which, which is the experience. Um, But I've done every diet. I've taken every pill. I've taken every shot. I've done all the bullshit. And what I understand is what we have developed is a pathway of truth. I don't, I'm not here to sell product. I'm here to change lives. And so, that's what we can do if, if if you're interested in joining. Yeah, we both use it. We both love it. The tracking the food taught me as much as anything like Very what something has in it. And it's just like, holy shit. <laughs> like I've, I'm eating way too many carbs, you know, yeah. like it's amazing. Um, but I think much like hunting, like you have to do the work and that's the one, the one major thing I just could, you know, you can't bullshit yourself. No like shortcuts. if you're not really doing the work, you're not going to find any improvements. Same with hunting. There, yeah. There's a parallel here. Um, I know. I don't know if anybody's still tuned in that there is a parallel. If you don't put in the effort, if you don't trim your uh, lanes ahead of the season, if you don't um, Ooh, just said you know, put in the food plots ahead of the season, whatever the work is that you have to do, if you don't put in the work, you may not reap the re- rewards, and the fitness side is definitely that way. Yeah, you can't. You can't just. There isn't a magic, you know, bar or a, a diet plan, or a, you got to put and in the work. Be consistently. suspicious of
1: anyone who says that there yeah. is.
0: No, there's. There's. Listen, if they, if, if the magic pill existed, um, everybody be skinny. Everybody would be skinny. Or, <laughs> or of course, Ozempic is yeah, trying, man. <laughs> it's trying like hell. Or, or you know, we'd sell one product. You know what I mean? I'd be mega rich. I'd yeah. live on a yacht. I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't go to work every single day or somebody would already invented it. Everybody else be out of business. Yeah. You know, they, they, they prey on the ignorance. And they, I mean, I'm sure there's a million hunting tools. Oh yeah. Hunting, hunting industry. There's a billion gimmicks, you know, there's a billion gimmicks. And but you have- if, if you're not, if you're not to your point, you can buy all the gimmicks in the world, but if you're not, Taking care of your field. Yeah. You're not taking care of, of of trimming your lanes and making sure that everything's taken care of. If you're not doing all the prep work, can you get the opportunity? Yeah, you can buy all the <laughs> bullshit you want. Yeah. It ain't gonna mm-hmm. bring the deer to you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's uh it's but I think those those are the success parallels of anything in life. Yeah. If you're not willing to invest in the foundation, don't expect to build a strong house. And yeah. uh that piece for me, uh in life in general, whether it's hunting, whether it's fitness, whether it's business uh, your children or marriage, the equation is exactly the same. You get in exact, or you get out exactly what you put in. Yeah. And I'd be more focused on what you put into it. Uh, because what you get out of is a hell of a lot better. Hundred percent, No doubt. I think there's a good place to, to end on. Dang. Is that it? Is that our 45 minutes? We can, yeah. We, we can start about recording. an hour, an hour. Yeah. Dang. Really yeah. Like, like I job. said, I, I don't know who, who may or may not still be listening. I should have prompted it at the very beginning of what we're going to be all over the board, but I think there's value. That's why I wanted to have uh, Sal come in because I have found value in our friendship and those conversations, same with Kyle and, and, um, and, and having these kind of conversations because, and that's why I like following you on Instagram. It's, I find value in the message and, it's it you get out of it what you put into it. You know, yep. so if I'm if I even like Cameron Haynes, you know, he may get shit in our space um from those types of <laughs> hunters of like, yeah. oh, you don't have to be a marathon runner every day of your life to go white to hunt. Hmm. But there is a message in there, there is value in there that you can pull out if you if you don't want to bullshit yourself anymore. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? So I when I find myself bullshitting myself too much it's yeah. like i i see the message or i i hear a message that's like dose oh, ah, of truth. yeah yeah it's like okay man if i if i want something to change about it you know business deals it's it's not just about being fit or being a good hunter business i i it's like all right if i want this deal to happen i have to you know if it didn't go my way i gotta pull myself up and i gotta freaking get back in there because mm-hmm. it's only gonna happen if i get back in there yeah i mean listen i i I don't know all the nuance of the, of the fitness space, you know, but I know, I know Cam personally, right. Sponsored by a competitor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Both in apparel and supplementation. I know him personally, hell of a, he's a hell of a dude. Oh yeah. And you know, what people don't like about him is that, you know, maybe he's, you know, they look at us like he's shoving it in your face, you know, because he runs a marathon or whatever it may be, but your point in the, in his message, his message about going out and doing hard things and being a practitioner of, of the bow hunt. Uh, is extremely important because in order for him to be the best bow hunter that he can be, he has to be the best version of himself mm-hmm. physically. And it allows him to go deeper into the woods, allows him to pack out, you know, and harvest a larger animal. Like he's, he's. I think what people don't like about it, he's actually living what it takes in order to be the, the proximal, the, the the pinnacle. He's the apex. Hell right? yeah. It's like the, there's, there's, the hate is because most of us won't put in the work to get to that level. But I, I've seen Cam when he looked You know, scrawny like us, and then what he's look looks like now, and you know it's 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 been a change in twenty years of hard work every day, and you know he's run the Boston Marathon and he's done all the stuff that you know he's living that lifestyle. So it's it's a true he can share the message because it's not bullshit, of course. And I I think that's what I find the authenticity that comes behind him. Now I'm not in the hunting space, so I don't know all the nuance of it, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to tell you, like I've been around, I've I've seen them all on the internet. I mean, from. Uh, you know, from Goggins to Haynes, to, uh, anybody that you've seen on the internet, I've I've probably met across past with, past past with. Let me try that again. Past with. There Got we go. Thank you. Uh, He's a good man. Yeah. And I take and I and I. I'd vouch for it in a sense because he lives exactly he practices what he preaches Oh yeah. and he's not out there faking it. He's taking yeah. his shots. He's doing the work. He's hunting the animal. You can't but. fake what he does. That's right. I mean, that's, that's the reality. Like you can fake a lot of stuff on social media that's and right. stuff, but you can't fake, you can't fake that. That's right. So, so, well, listen, I, I, I'm not closing it for you guys. i obviously no newcomer to the podcast, but I appreciate you guys having me on. It's an honor. It's cool. I've, I've seen, uh, seen a lot of people sit in the seat, you know, I didn't ever really, I didn't know if I'd ever be it. Okay. <laughs> now the, the salesman's coming out. <laughs> no, we appreciate you coming in, taking time out of your busy schedule. It means a lot to me personally. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. And I think it, it, you know, the viewers that are, or listeners that are tuning in, if they want to hear this message, they're still listening yeah. and uh, they, they found a lot of value. So I appreciate that. Yeah, no, I appreciate you guys coming in. And, and again, I'll close it with those guys. If there's anything that we can do to help and you guys are looking to start your fitness journey, hop on to, to Tim's link. You can put it in the show notes. Uh, but as an organization, if there's anything we can ever do to help, you know, your your, your audience or or you as a listener, uh, remember, nobody comes in as a pro. You know, everybody comes mm-hmm. in as a beginner. I don't expect you to know. Uh, much like me walking into the woods for the first time with my son, I don't know shit. And, but I understand if I'm going to know, I got to take step one. Yeah. And step one for you guys is downloading the app, getting in the group and let's 100%. get you moving today. You don't always kill. Sometimes you miss. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That happens. <laughs> just missed two weeks ago. We <laughs> it happens. Out. We missed out on that. We should have told the story of Enzo, my son. Tell it, man. No, we, we were, uh, you know, deep for the last person here hanging on. We got you, but uh,
1: bonus content. Yeah,
0: bonus content. Two weeks ago, we were in the in the blind with uh, my son and and Kyle, and uh we're there, and you know, Kyle's. In, we're in at two thirty. You know, Kyle's got to be there. Me, I'm late to everything. Kyle, Kyle, cause he's retired. He's got shit to do. He's in there early. <laughs> Very timely. Yeah. And, uh, he knows that I'm late too. So he's like pushing on me and, uh, we get in there and you know, he's my son's seven. So we are literally 9,000 questions yes. in, and we're getting, we're approaching the four o'clock hour, maybe even like three forty, And, um, kyle had had enough because enzo had asked him so many damn questions kyle he pulls out his phone puts on the nfl <laughs> network. Out. yeah he <laughs> wore his ass out and uh so it's chiefs raiders you know so we start watching uh chiefs raiders for about two seconds big,
1: big boy. boy walks there out there we go you
0: know and you know it was really cool because enzo he's now a million questions turns into 10 million questions he's excited <laughs> hey, shh, shut calm up, down. Shut up. yeah that's right he's looking calling that so sitting him down and we're all talking and we, you know, we drop the, the, the big muddy window comes down mm-hmm. and the cold air starts moving in and there he is. And we're, we're, you know, we're shooting him. He's about 92 yards. Enzo's on a crossbow. And, um, we're, you know, Enzo wants to pull trigger. You know, sure. Let's get after him. Like, you know, hey, it's too, you know, trying to teach him again. It's a too, far. too Wait, far. Patience. Patience. Hey, we got to get him in. It's, you know, but he, I could shoot at that. You know? <laughs> and, um, you know, he starts walking away and, and he, you know, goes off and, and walks into the woods. Then the questions start coming. Uh, you know, we start answering them, you know, he starts laughing, he says, we're being loud in the blind, whatever. And, uh, another one walks out, you know, we walk him to the same process this guy comes into about 65 yards. Mm-hmm. He's getting within, yeah. he's getting within firing, just kind of mm-hmm. walks around, does the deal. And, um, you know, it starts to get, you know, how it is, starts getting a little cold now. Now it's getting chilly. Sun's going down. we got about 10 windows up, sun's it, down. That's right. Yeah. And they've got a 10, ish minutes of shooting light left okay. it's pretty dark and he spots an enzo spots one he's off to the left hand side to that little envelope window and uh dad dad you know see it you know and so here he is we're we're orchestrating everything we're in that blind we're sliding around kyle's kind of jammed in the corner we got the bipod uh sitting there in the mm-hmm. middle uh the crossbow's sitting through the window and, and i'm holding I'm, he's enzo's actually sitting in my lap and i'm looking over his over his shoulder his heart's racing you know at <laughs> 150 beats per minute and He's wanting to, you know, pull the trigger, do the deal. And we're, we're sighting him, shooting him. He's about 42 yards. We're in a perfect, I mean, I'm thinking, holy shit, this is it. Like yeah. he's going to mm-hmm. have, he's going to have his we're, moment. We're going to do it. Yeah. We're going to get this done. <laughs> okay. Oh and crap, it was crap, a crap. nice, it was a nice, not as big as the, as deer one, but it was a nice eight. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, for the first look, this kid sees three great bucks. Yeah. First yeah. day. Yeah. Know?
1: Pretty big hunt. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like it was really cool. And, you know, we're through the window and, and, uh, he sights up and, and, uh, boom, pulls the trigger you know, you hear boom. And they got a Tacticam camera on the scope. So we were able to see the footage. So he's on him. Yeah. He's on him. Let, he's right on the shoulder. He's right exactly where it is. But mm-hmm. I'm looking over his shoulder and I see that, you know, the arrow goes out and hangs a hard left. Yeah, 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 yeah. And at first I thought, shit, it clipped the side of the window or, yeah, you know, something, or yeah, something happened. And uh, you know, or he pulled off whenever he was shot, you know, he pulled the trigger and, yeah. and yanked him away. But what had happened and to the point that we had the camera, he was dead on, man. He was he was breathing, his heart was racing and, and you know, I can't see through the scope. So I'm hoping he's on the right spot mm-hmm. and I'm yeah, you know, yeah. trusting where he's at I'm arms around him, give him a hug. And here he is, man, he's ready to rock and boom, pulls that trigger. And I was so excited. And it was like so much, you know, excitement, joy and disappointment mm-hmm. all in one yeah, little yeah. moment. And that's uh, hunting. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's familiar too, yeah. but it was so great because of the failure, right? Like, yeah, yeah. you know, it wasn't a win for him yeah. and he had to like experience like shit. Like it's th- going to be so much sweeter when he does win. Yeah. And, you know? and mm-hmm. that, and that's the lesson. So now he's Jones and man, I want to go back out and Kyle's, you awesome. know, and, and I need some help because, you know, for me, I'm, I don't know. I don't know if I shoot the deer, I don't know what to do with it. Yeah, you know, no I take my I? hunter safety. This is great. Like I don't know all about a gun safety. We can drop mm-hmm. it. We can shoot it. I know we're in postseason, but we can take it. What, what do I do with it then? Yeah. So Kyle's going to come with us and, and walk through the process, but he's Jones and like crazy. And so. Uh, I'm excited. We're, we're going to try to get back out this Saturday. That's hopefully good. We can, that's hopefully good. we can use our deer cast. You know, we get a good little, uh, get a journal nice, entry. N- yeah. yeah. Nice win. That's right. Uh, and maybe, uh, maybe I'll, maybe I'll even make it on the board. You know, that's right. Yeah. We'd love to see it. It's special. Like it's special though. It's, it's a tense time. It And it's even one of those things where when you're with your kid trying to, you want them to succeed in anything in life, but you can't pull that trigger for him. Mm-hmm. You can't aim uh, for yeah, him. It's all them. That, that's the lesson, right? Like, hey, you're you're pushing him out of the nest fly baby yeah, that's right well and i was holding him you know what i mean like i'm sitting here like i'm with you you yeah, know what i'm saying like, and he yeah. did kyle yeah. sent me the footage that night because i was i was like all right how to go you know he's like man we saw every deer every buck you yeah. know and all this and and uh, he sent me the footage I was like dude you better tell Enzo that wasn't his fault i think the collar a collar opened up on the on the broad head and and uh that's why i mean that's my theory on why it flew like it did because yeah. he was on him and it would have been a dead deer i think so yeah i was excited yeah. I'm, I'm excited to get back out there it's yeah. uh you know, listen, but that's what we're here for. You yeah. I mean? It's not about, it's not about the wins. It's about the lessons along the ride. That's right. So
1: fun stuff. Well, I'll make sure that I tag your, uh, IG in our show notes so people can follow along. So when Enzo does kill a buck, I'm sure
0: we'll see gotcha. it. That's we'll right. That's there. right. Well, again, brother, appreciate you. Appreciate thank you boys. Thank, thank you very much. Thanks, so. Great. Greatly appreciate you guys having me on 100%. and, and uh, hopefully added some value. Yeah, oh, absolutely. All right, guys, until next time we love you. Be safe. Peace out. See you guys. DeerCast is now supercharged with maps. Get ahead of your game with killer new features like live Doppler radar, wind checkout to five days, virtual rain gauges, GPS path tracking, and more. Plus, get our 14-day revolutionary DeerCast prediction and access to DeerCast track. Prep, predict, and pursue with DeerCast.